Welcome to Well Since We're Here, the podcast where we explore a wide range of dilemmas, issues, problems, or situations, also known as dips. So sit back and open up your mind. Let's talk about it. Well since we're here, baby, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Shh. It's just me and you. We ain't got to tell the whole room. Let's talk about it. They say opposites attract, but how far is too far adjacent? In regard to compatibility, how much do you prefer to have in common with your potential life partner? I'm your host, Gucci, and well, since we're here, let's talk about it. We all growing up hearing that old wives' tale that opposites attract. And the more you think about it, that shit seemed like it really be true. I mean, when you think about opposites, you know, sometimes we want to go to the extremes of things such as like maybe Bobby or Whitney or shit, even J and B, you know what I'm saying? When you go to the extremes of compatibility and then you think about it on a deeper, deeper intellectual level, maybe they really not that different or as different as we think they are, you know? So on the subject of compatibility and, you know, how far being opposite of one another is far enough or too far, a few things come to mind for me. Reasons I see in being opposites may work in relationship is because the adventure, you know, always trying to figure out, you know, what we're going to eat at or, you know, what we're going to go do outside of activities and things of that nature, you know, the spontaneity of things, you know, when you're not complacent in your relationship and you're excited to go and do another activity with your potential partner in life, it it keeps you fresh, you know, it keeps you on your toes, it keeps you relaxed. Um, Sometimes having your own identity, you know what I'm saying, outside of the relationship, you know, keeps you sane and grounded to your core of who you was before you got with that person. You know, if this person is known to be a great chess player, you know what I'm saying, don't encroach upon their chess and start trying to pick it up and learn. Yeah, you can play, like, you're interested in things like that, but let that man or that woman, let chess be their thing. You know, if you do arts and crafts, you wouldn't want that motherfucker coming and teaching you how to show or asking you to show them how to make a crochet head or sweater. <laughs> you know, that's your line. You know what I'm saying? But what you can compliment one another is, you know, you can crochet his ass a chest piece or a mat or a bag or something, you know, and be considerate of his separate but different side of his identity that's outside of yours. You know, just be appreciative of that. One of the biggest things we do is that we, you know, sometimes encroach on our partner's identities that's outside or before us. And, you know, that's what kills a relationship. You know, you still have to let them be who they are outside of who you need them to be for you, you know. And another thing I see is a positive about being opposites is that, like, you know, it's like sort of like that B movie. You know, everybody thinks the same. Wake up, go to work, go home. You know, if everybody thought the same, it'd be boring. If we just watched the same as movies, we did the same thing day in and day out. It'll kind of remind me of like that movie, American Beauty. How they just hated being at that dinner 
that boring ass dinner. So yeah, sometimes you got to spice it up, you know, mix it up a little bit. It's okay, you know. So if you see somebody that's normally not in your comfort zone, they probably come from a different socioeconomical status or something like that, you know. Don't be afraid to shoot your shot. You just might be what they're looking for. Or you might just be what they need, you know. So never be afraid to step out your comfort zone. Now I have to play devil's advocate here, you know, and speak on some of the cons of having things in common with your partner. The competitive nature of men, you know, and some women. You know, sometimes when you have common things with your partner, it can become very fucking competitive. I'm one of my exes, you know, which was Shell Renee Nicholas, used to cook. And everybody that know me know I can throw down. So no matter what I made, you know, it can be fresh made cheese from goat milk. It was, oh, I can make it better in my sleep or, oh, I can do it. And that shit used to piss me off, <laughs> like really piss me off. And it's like, you know, now that I think about it in hindsight, you know, maybe it was just a little friendly competition, but, you know, it kind of made me resent his ass a little bit. Like, fuck you. You will never eat this again. Hope you choke. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes it felt like that. You know, it makes you not want to put effort into the shit because you're going to get critiqued to the gods. But, you know, that's how competitive people are. You know, I was the same exact way. You know, we both was going at it, you know, and sometimes that shit just is annoying. I mean, the last thing I want to do is to be going back and forth and arguing and then shit get personal off of some pettiness, you know, just off some friendly competition and somebody and push their pillow and you, your feelings got a little delicate. Now you talking about motherfuckers and mamas and shit, you know, whoa, be easy there. <laughs> be real smooth you know so yeah sometimes having things in common with people is is bad in my opinion because what made you special what made you unique you know and sometimes you be having some shit ass friends that be egging it on because they really be knowing too they be like oh your shit tastes better than gucci's oh man gucci what you gonna do oh and it's like <laughs> y'all niggas petty as fuck as well but yeah, you know, you know, it's good and bad on both sides of the aisle. And with that being said, some of the key takeaways from this episode that I hope my listeners will get is finding a happy middle ground in your relationship. You know, like learning to accept that someone will be better at some of the things. And, and it's OK. You know, if you both cook, but she makes better spaghetti, let her make the fucking spaghetti. If, you know, both of y'all know how to drive, but he drives better, let him drive. You know, you want to allow your spouse to take the lead and to share the interests, you know, in which they excel, you know. No no lack of effort on your part. You know, they just better. And some people just better. And it's okay, like I said. So, you know, if your partner is good at whatever it is that you both do, let them take the lead. It doesn't hurt. It only makes you better. And once you realize what you guys do good separately, you can do great together. Then there's nothing stopping your success in that relationship. I'm your host, Gucci.
And as always, remember to love yourself like no one else would. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, we would like to thank our listeners for tuning in for new episodes each and every week. Please rate and review our podcast and download us wherever you receive your podcast. Be sure to follow or subscribe on our social media platforms under the handle, well, since we're here, and make sure that you turn on notifications so that you stay current on all new episodes.